They already have a couple programs that have been it's, designed to do that. Yeah, they already have robots that just hunt. <laughs> that just hunt they'll just scan your DNA from a mile away and then just send a rocket at you. Like, <laughs> so, there's... Dude, I can just change the color of my hair. They already have robots. Dude, I can just change the color of my hair. They already have robots. Dude, I can just change the color of my hair. They already have robots. They already have a couple programs that have been it's, designed to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the store right now, spend $100. Yeah, yeah, spend $100. Welcome to Across the Aisle. There are a lot of podcasts meant to give you a story, to give you expert advice, or to deliver your political ideology in an easily digestible digital pill. Our aim is slightly different. A podcast born out of the pleasure of conversation. We are three friends living on a slowly sinking peninsula, drinking kava, and inviting you to join in on our musings. We try to go with the conversation more than construct the conversation. Our conversations cover current events, technology, politics, art, entertainment, and much more, as points used to expand on our larger theme each week. Sometimes we reach the heights of Socratic dialogue, or we are just talking shit, and of course we repeat ourselves, usually the latter. My name is Adam. My name is Zach. And I'm Casey. This is Across the Aisle. Sometimes we crowd it, sometimes we cross it. Most likely finding old magazines from the 80s and throwing them at each other. Making something very, very, very beautiful. <laughs> but we have a replacement for Adam, maybe for the rest of our, you know, podcast, possibly, if he keeps on running <laughs> off into the forest. Rachel. Hello, hello. Hello, this is our friend Rachel. Rachel, what do you do? What do you describe yourself as? Oh, uh, what the... So that's there's, a hard There are three right answers. <laughs> okay, so I do um, comedy. I do improv comedy. I write, and I live my best life out here. <laughs> that's a good she got all three. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. So... This week, something we wanted to talk about a little bit was fandoms, the difference in fandoms, what do we think about some things. I mean, there are some things that I enjoy that are, I would say, nerdy, but I don't like to talk about the fact that I like them. Not because I don't like them or I'm ashamed of what I like, but because then I have to deal with the fans oh, that I man, already you know. An anime I don't. Fan. You yeah. Know, yeah. 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 I. I love anime. I shouldn't. Even I, I. I like a lot of anime, but I can't talk to a lot of people about anime because half of them are similar to me, where they're like, "I like this show. It's really interesting. I like the concept of it." And then the other half are just like, "Yeah, she got big ass titties." And I'm just like, "Well, you you are correct, sir. She does have very large breastuses, but." The point of the show is that she's a magic girl that control. Like, okay, what? Never mind. And that's. And then you have like the third, which is you know the the badass macho dudes who like only watch Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. Oh, God, no. Nothing wrong with them. I love them. You're all cool, but like, you're not an anime fan. You just think Piccolo is cool, and there's nothing wrong with thinking Piccolo is cool. I'm just I'm caught up on the. Oh yeah, those big ass the badass guys that are watching Dragon Ball Z. When I think Dragon Ball Z, I think like one of those blue dragon fire button up short sleeve shirts. That's exactly what I like. I have case you, Dragon have you Ball seen Z. Any of those videos online where like you just see like just jacked up black dudes freaking going nuts about Dragon Ball Z. No. Well, we all know there's a lot of them. Well, there's a lot of them. It's like, like finding out bronies. Or <laughs> well, I think the weird thing is like when you think of Dragon Ball, it was kind of that first like weird Asian thing that like came on to TV over here that like all the boys just thought was awesome because it was nothing but dudes punching each other. Yeah. Yep. So it didn't really matter if you were like some skinny white dude or a buffed up black dude or some weird Asian kid like you you're fine there's yeah. somebody in it like are you like Krillin or are you like Piccolo that's the scale that's what it was when I was a kid anyway I was Krillin I'm glad you added that it was just dudes punching each other because Sailor Moon was up there and like oh my god that's like the girl anime I love I, I, I love, love Sailor Moon I love Sailor Moon too I love Sailor Moon my that girlfriend's a, super into Sailor Moon I think Dragon Ball Z was my like my um my what's the intro 
to mm. anime. Most it was most people, and that was, like, it was even mine. From that, and it was yeah. old. It was like an old show when I started watching it. Like yeah. it came out on Toonami, not Toonami, but it was on. No, I think it was Toonami because Toonami started in like the nineties, right? Like the very, um, it's the very yeah, late nineties because they had two different dudes voice him, <clears throat> and he had a very different design. He he looked like like a reject from Toy Story. And now at you look first. at the the animation's just terrible. The new Dragon Ball Z is just the animation at least is bad. I haven't seen I'm well watching mm, the show. The difference now is because anime is such a huge business Mm -hmm. you'll see a lot of outsourcing in anime and what ends up happening Mm -hmm. is when they're just trying to get an episode out they're just trying to air an episode they'll they'll just push out an episode and once they re-air the episode they'll show the polished version or it's on the dvd because they want you to buy the dvd like there was a really funny video going around of one episode of dragon ball super where like the lines were fucked up it kind of looked like a kid on DeviantArt who was, like, really good drawing, but didn't know anything about Not animation. <laughs> and just, like, and put, put a bunch their, like, of stills together that kind of flowed. On their Nintendo DS or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, every, while everyone was laughing about that, they had already fixed it. It was an error from one of their, like... I guess one of their Korean subsidiaries for animation fucked up and sent them the rough draft, or they didn't have time to fix it. We don't really know which one, because they haven't really talked about it. Because the animation's gotten a lot better since the first couple episodes. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, everyone wants to make fun of, like, outsourcing to different places. Animaniacs was outsourced to South Korea all the time. The Bubbles and the Little Mermaid, those wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for Chinese animators. Fuck off. Well, but here's the thing, though. Like, uh, one of my really good friends when I was growing up wanted to be an animator. He's a really good illustrator now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wanted to be he wanted to be an animator, and um, like got to a certain point. It's like, you know what? If I want to be an animator, I have to either work for Disney, which is like the devil, yeah, or I can move to a different country because none of the animation is done in this country. Mm-hmm. Like, none of it. it's the Korea, um, like China. Really? It's, yeah. None. Of, there's no hand drawn animation in this country. It's made in America no more. Well. <laughs> It, it honestly just comes down to a lot of cartoonists. I, I just It's easier to refer them that way. They're not necessarily animators. They're not yeah. necessarily illustrators. But they're people who design cartoons. A lot of the ones that we think of now, whether it be you know Steven Universe, which has gotten really big, or it was Adventure Time or Regular Show, and those kind of shows that have resonated with an older audience, the concepts for those shows were developed by Americans who were animators who just happen to get a good break yeah mm-hmm. and when you really get down to it a lot of the cartoons that we grew up with probably weren't even like developed by anybody yeah. they were just it was a board meeting <laughs> came together that yeah. said we have these cool idea for toys how do we, we how do we sell them? them how do we sell that was toys? that was all 80s tv shows were like yeah yeah i'm sorry transformers is cool and all but it was just, just made to toy. sell toys yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's cool and all. It was just made to sell toys. G.I. Yeah. Joe. Yeah, all those things. But, um, like... Uh, it's cool that it's branched t- off that much, though, from, like, just just selling toys to, like, these oh. huge worlds, well, you know? Like, nerd is in vogue now. Yeah. I, I remember when we were having a conversation earlier, Rachel, yeah. about, um, about fandoms. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know that I'm, I'm more of a comic book guy, um... I, I know that you're more into Harry Potter. Is that I'm correct? a Harry Potter. And I think that, interestingly enough, um, I've noticed that a lot of the fandoms that I've grown up with and become part of, you know, like the the refuge of being picked on as a mm-hmm. nerdy nerdy kid, um, have become very just, like, toxic and inclusive. And, and not inclusive, but it, it, they just don't really... Um, Welcome people in, yeah. Like I remember them. Maybe it's just you know, like my nostalgic brain painting them like more well, welcoming than they were. But like Harry Potter, I think it's one of the few ones. And you, you brought up um, um Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's one of the few ones that are, is fairly <coughs> welcoming to females. Yeah. Well, like comic books, the, video games, not so much. Yeah, I know. There's that, like it almost feels like I couldn't be into that because it felt like a boy thing. Like, but it that's was a boy thing. That's the thing, though. Nowadays, like. You can, like, uh, going through uh, my girlfriend's comic book collection, there are now numerous, numerous comics out there that are designed specifically for the female audience that hasn't had time for the boys to tell them this is a boy thing. Stop liking the boy thing. Because I think a lot of that didn't start as, like, any kind of actual sexism. It started as harmless 
five-year-old boys wanting to like something cool and oh the girls like it so it's gonna be girly now and them just feeling like mm-hmm. well, here's the they're thing. invading always, like, the space well, that's like tests, the, the comic book to the cooking set like yeah. you, that's uh, what I was given was the Barbie dream house I was never given a comic book to be no, like exactly. hey listen this is fucking awesome yeah. like one, one of the things that like I started when I got older and started going to like cons and stuff like that you'd see like um you know um, like g- girls dressing up in their favorite characters and it's always like a purity test like you're not knowledgeable enough you're not cool mm. enough you don't know enough about the characters and yeah. it's just like well and how come they can't know enough about the characters to, to do whatever they want yeah. that's just that's something I started noticing as and I then, got older mm. it's just like oh you don't know anything about this character or you don't know this and you don't know well, that that's, you're like, a fake nerd well, yeah, that's, the, like... that's the Jessica Negri effect if you, either of you know who that famous cosplayer is mm. so if you Jessica Negri is a very beautiful woman who loves nerd things and just happens to do cosplay. Mm. She gets paid to appear at cons. That's how good she is. And going through her Instagram, yeah, she has very sexualized photos and almost every single one of them is just like, wow, what a fake nerd girl. Mm. And then as I'm scrolling through... So the guy with his fedora and his neck beard. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. I've scrolled through her Instagram and she's cosplaying as weird characters I never fucking heard about. Like, mm. she's cosplaying as somebody who appeared in Final Fantasy VII once. Like, like yeah. some random character that's like had a really cool little mission that you forgot about and you thought was, oh, you're just... You're just oh, you're making your own Final Fantasy character. No... She just knows more than you do. <laughs> and just happens to be a pretty and girl. And like that and that's another thing too, is like it's almost feels like an invasion of the women for some of these guys. Yeah. Because it is it used to be it was so inclusive it was so like exclusive to oh, yeah. to men and it's been so male dominated for so many years and like I, I I can appreciate now that they're like bringing out these strong female characters that do kick ass and are fantastic yeah. but at the exact same time for me for my generation it's too late I've already found my yeah. fandom and my fandom was Harry Potter because you have a strong female like first of all written by a strong female mm. yeah. and then featuring Hermione who's smarter than all the dudes most of the time. Mm. Like, so. Other than Dumbledore, but, you know, he's gay, so. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's a, that, that is one thing that throws me, though, is when JK, like, puts out those, like, I love her, bow down to the queen, but she puts out some of these weird things that I almost feel like are unnecessary to the storyline. Like, Dumbledore being gay and, like, Hufflepuffs being into circle jerks. And I'm like, that doesn't... You're ruining. You're making my, my good memories bad memories, JK. <laughs> that's that's the Spider-Man effect. That's just what happens when you're with a property for so long and you have so much control over it that you can just fuck with it whenever you want. Yeah, exactly. Like, and she, she she can she and she's allowed to do that. It's her, it it's her thing. Law. It's her thing. Yeah, she can do whatever she wants. If she wants to say that you know Ravenclaws really love eating pussy, what if, what are you gonna say? <laughs> Really? It's her world, not your world. You're just in it. Looks you're like borrowing I'm it. Ravenclaw. Yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just borrowing the world. Exactly. And that's that's a weird thing that I've kind of had to come to terms with is that really no matter what, you're always just borrowing it. It may yeah. feel like yours, it may really impact you as a person, but it's not your world. You're just borrowing it. And that's the thing I think that you can kind of um especially for, for comic books, I've been reading I've collected comic books on and off since I was like 10 or 11 years old and you, you I get to a point where like uh, I would stop collecting but every time it's kind of come back to I always go back to Spider-Man mm-hmm. and if you're a big Spider-Man fan it's just the whole any comic book like you um, I'm actually really into this um, podcast I, I was recently um, and it's basically just two people explaining the X-Men and I never realized just how jacked up the X-Men universe is. Same thing with Spider-Man, same thing with yeah. these characters. You just follow them, you're like, That's not what is going on yeah. here? It's, it, it's gotten so big and so out of control that the, almost the storyline doesn't even make sense anymore. Uh, I'm so worried. I'm so, so worried that Harry Potter's going to be like that with like Fantastic Beasts. Mm. coming out I feel it already, like it already like, is starting kind of it I mean, is I mean when I saw Fantastic Beasts with you it was a good movie but it was like it was the best fucking movie ever don't even <laughs> why, <laughs> why why was he Grindelwald again why did that make sense why did he need to be in America <laughs> yeah that, I mean and it is it's it's kind of like that that's what I, it was, I feel it's kind of well, weird a quick question like why here's the is, is Fantastic Beasts a prequel yeah. Or is this a sequel? Prequel. I, I didn't, it's a prequel. I didn't, it's a prequel? Okay. 
So that makes a little bit more sense. I didn't yeah. watch it, so I didn't... I, yeah, okay, I so it's all busy. about, like, the 20s and 30s Harry Potter world. Gotcha. And instead of, you know, talking about, you know, the women's suffrage movement mm. or the civil rights movement, we're just going to talk about all these white, you know, nomadges, as they're called, wanting to kill and stop all of these wizards. That's essentially it. In America. Like, yeah. America's fucked up. America. America. But, that's, but that's what it is. It if was, you're magic in America, you can't talk to any non-magic in America. Yeah, no so magic. it's essentially... I think the weirdest thing I saw was some people just being like, wow, that really shows how America's racist. And they forget the whole thing when Dumbledore was like in the same camp for a while when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't he admit in the sixth... I forget where he starts... Where Harry starts going into the... Um, Fucking Dispensive. magic, the, yeah, the the magic memory Dispensive. bowl. It's called yeah. Pensive. Yeah, the magic, <laughs> yeah, 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 the magic memory bowl. And I love that. Okay, we stop for a second. Can you talk about like how nerds like constantly correct you for like the right thing? It's like yeah. it's called the pensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get yeah. it fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> His magic Jello bowl exactly. of, of memories. Doesn't he admit that he was like kind of racist against? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't, doesn't he, like, kind of hint at, like, kind of being, like, a bit into, like, the pure blood thing, like, a little bit? Yeah, I mean, he kind of admits it, but then he, like, he realizes the the error of his ways, much yeah. like, you know, most people in society. Yeah. I'm sure, like, but, a like, lot of people that grew up in, like, the 50s and 60s, yeah. at one point, they're like, man, I'm glad we have our own water fountain, you know? <laughs> like, at, at some point, they, like, everybody has a touch of racism yeah. in their lives. So. But that was one thing I thought was weird, was, like... Oh yeah, of course. When when J.K. Rowling brings it over here, it has to be about this because that's how bad America was. It's like, but England was the same. England, they yeah, just, exactly. They were just saying, "Oi, oi, fuck the muggles." That's the only difference. That's the only difference right there. It's like you can you can control things with your magic powers that come from somewhere, and I can't. Like I was, that goes into like global issues. Like everywhere is the same. America yeah. just happens to be pretty fucking brash about it. Yeah. I, I saw like this uh, cartoon once. Uh, it was really interesting, um, kind of like in the face of um, uh, Harry Potter. Was, Whoa! Oh, thanks for curing cancer with your magic. Thanks for introducing us to cell phones. <laughs> why, yeah, right. why didn't we talk to each other again? <laughs> but yeah, so the Fantastic Beast series. The the biggest. Did you ever end up finish watching the um or watching uh finish reading um the lost. Is it the lost child? The, the um, cursed Curse child. child. Cursed child. No, I didn't, because I can't. It feels so much like fan fiction that I can't it, get yeah, through it. Yeah. So. But like, I, I started getting really into it, and then like I do this thing like when I read, I'll get really into something, and then stop. <laughs> Just well, full out stop. My issue with the cursed child is it breaks the rule. It, it breaks the rule of the time turner. Yeah. In a very very bad way. Mm-hmm. The reason that Time Turner was so cool is it was time travel, but predetermined time travel, where you could kind of interact with it, but only in a way that was a closed loop. You couldn't yeah. expand from that loop. If something happened because you went back in time, you were going to do it because you were the one who went back in time. Yeah, it was it was predetermined. Yeah. So, like, the whole entire, th- everything's sort of yeah. changing all it's the just, time. It does. It's, it it's a it. loop. Mm-hmm. But then in The Cursed Child, they're just like, oh, well, you know, that always happened. Except, no, it didn't. No, it didn't, yeah. Because that's not how that happened mm. at all. Harry never met his son. What are you talking about? Stop. <laughs> Weird. Okay, so I'm so confused with what you guys are talking about right now, because I'm not so yeah. the cursed. Friend, the Cursed Child is was... It like, is Harry and Weasley, Ginny Weasley's kid? No, mm. Harry and Ginny Weasley are together. Yeah, yeah no, but no, who's yeah, the, it's, it's, it's a cursed yeah. child, their kid. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Okay, that's what I... So... Well, I do know something. Yeah. So... <laughs> and he befriends Malfoy's kid. Yeah. So, like, they become best friends, and he's like, oh, my dad's famous, it just sucks, and it's like, it's, it's, it's like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Harry yeah. Potter edition. Uh, <laughs> and it's not even just bad writing, because it is bad writing, and it's because she's <laughs> writing a play. Yeah. And it yeah. doesn't lend well to how she writes, because, like, she'll write something, and it'll be something stupid, some throwaway line, and then you just don't think about it, and then she'll work it in later so that it makes sense. You can't really do that in a play. Yeah. 
Mm. It, like, prose doesn't <clears throat> lend well. Like, yeah, you can describe the scene all you want, but you're not going to continue talking about it. You're not explaining what they're doing <laughs> in a beautiful way of, like, how they're going to kiss. You're going to write, they kiss. Like, that's, the, that's <laughs> yeah. how that's plays just, work. They do it, yeah. It's, different, yeah. it's a different kind of writing. But she really just wanted to make, like, extra money off of Harry Potter after, you know, getting all the money from the Universal Royalties and the yeah. other Universal Royalties. I don't think JK would do that, though. I th- why else would she write that? Because she would it, because she's a queen. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I, I think... When, when you're there against when Jenny. About, like, it's almost <laughs> like, why would... Um, like, I've had this argument with, like, Harry, with not Harry Potter, with uh, Star Wars fans. Like, mm-hmm. why would, why would um, you know, um, George Lucas go back and change his stuff? Yeah. Because it's his vision... And he didn't have the ability to do it when he did it. So now that he does, he wants to do it wants, the way that yeah. he wants it to be done. Well, he wants to, people to see it in the way that he envisioned it. To and be I, fair, I, though. I can't really knock the guy for that. Yeah. But here's the thing. George Lucas also named the musical things, like, near the cantina scene. Mm-hmm. Do you know what kind of, what genre of music they're playing? No. Jizz. <laughs> they are playing jizz. Not jazz. Jizz. They are playing J I Z Z Jizz. And one of the bands involves the phrase Jizz Whalers. Okay. So maybe Funny George Lucas fact. just doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> and I'm very thankful that 21st Century Fox was like, yeah, you don't know what you're doing. And just kind of took it from him. But another thing to say, though, with George Lucas, I'm mad at George Lucas for changing things because he went in front of a congressional hearing when they were arguing about some of the movies that they keep in the Smithsonian. Uh, uh, not the Smithsonian, but the um, the Library of Congress that mm-hmm. they keep for, like, historical records of, like, these are movies that are very American and they're very important Port, to American yeah. culture. There was an argument made that oh, well, all, a bunch of those movies involve people smoking. Not even as characters, it's just they fucking smoked all the time back then. And there were some arguments of them going in and digitally removing them smoking cigarettes and maybe replacing them with something or removing cigarette advertisements from the movies, which is historical censorship. And just adding vapes to the... <laughs> just imagine them well, like, the sitting 90s. in a bar like just vaping. Like, it's, it's a space cigarette. <laughs> but this was the 90s. They didn't have vapes yet, sadly. But but that's George, what they, they should replace it with. I mean, I've, I've seen people do that a lot. Marilyn Monroe just smoking a jewel. Like, it's really <laughs> stupid. But the thing was, he went up and said, well, you shouldn't change something of such historical such cultural and historical value Mm. is what he went in front of Congress and said and then four years later he's editing one of the most famous American movies of all time. But I think it's different when it's yours. (laughs) Star Wars. When you think of American but that's the point though is it's like if you felt so strongly. Either you think Star Wars isn't a big his- like cultural and historical moment in American cinema, which some people say it isn't. Which I, I love how he's saying that because just like just feels like he's jerking himself off. Yeah, I know he's totally jerking himself <laughs> off. He's probably listening to jizz over in the corner. <laughs> the I'm, jizz whaler. Yeah, I'm not gonna... <laughs> jerking it. It's so significant. <laughs> but. My my fear is that J.K. is going to turn Harry Potter into what Star Wars became. Yeah, because I really I really hope I don't like I'm. I was just like I feel like I'm. Not, I just don't want to be around to see it. Go ahead, do what you need to. As a comic fan, I think like I'm used to having like like. It, important parts of the history of some characters just change. Oh, it's yeah. retconned. No, but, so, like, like yeah. because the universe is remade, it's just, so, like, I don't have the same level of attachment, I guess, because mm-hmm. I feel like, hey, it's probably going to change. But yeah. that's... They're probably going to get... That's the it. norm for the comic book world, yeah. though. We're talking about literature and movies. Like, yeah. Like, imagine if you were just watching Star Trek and then all of a sudden they just changed everything about Spock's backstory just in one movie. It's like, oh yeah, and all those things we're building up to, nope, different. Star Trek owned by Marvel now? <laughs> no, but, no, that's going to be where yeah, my, where yeah, my brain yeah. would go. But <laughs> there's, an es- there's an establishment there, and while they might, they might add and might remove some details that end up not being that important to the character later on in, like, movies and literature, in comics, 
Yeah. Re- re- rebooting a universe. Reality just, doesn't matter. Just rebooting yeah. a universe is what you do every ten years because every ten years you're going to be introducing little kids to Change comics. These yeah, and you want them to stay relevant. Like, yeah, it'll be cool when they when they're reading Spider-Man as a seven-year-old and they're reading about this character. Like, oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. And then. Any of the issues that involve you having to have decently intimate knowledge of where Spider-Man has been for the past 10 years, even vaguely, yeah. isn't going to work when you haven't been on the planet for 10 yeah, years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree. And uh, going going to like you know Marvel and Inks, mm. what do you guys think about um, the whole... Disney, Disney like owning like 20th Century Fox now. Like, Disney I, already owns the Muppets. On the one so. hand, I'm, I was thinking that it's kind of cool for the comic book movies because mm. you know the Martin, uh, Fantastic Four is going to be back in the fold. Which, yeah. for some really crappy reason, they stopped making Fantastic Four comics. They mm. stopped because it's, it's like it it's like oh, so terribly what, in the box it, office. It's not really so much that because it wasn't it's, that. it's, it's, always, not, it's basically thought. Marvel being like, oh, we don't want to make money for the, a, the, another yeah. studio. Like, Marvel, they just stopped. Marvel Publishing owns the rights to Fantastic Four. They were they could have printed mm. a bunch what of Fantastic yeah. Four comics all they wanted to. Fox didn't have the rights to the publishing of of Fantastic Four unless it was directly tied to a movie which they didn't really do mm-hmm. and that would involve them having to negotiate a deal for publishing and who would get most of the money and who's going to write it and blah, blah, blah. but with Fantastic Four they just kind of like held back because yeah. people forget when they bought Disney the the only reason we even had that Fantastic Four movie was because when they bought Marvel Studios and then they realized Oh wow! They essentially said, if you haven't made a movie in so many years using Marvel characters, you're relinquishing your contract. And they gave you know Fox and Sony like so many like they were like, all right, you have five years to make a movie because they bought them in like 2012, mm-hmm. I believe 2012, 2013. So they had like three or four years, depending on who it was, to make a movie to prove that you're going to you know be using the franchise and if you don't it's ours again because people forget that Captain America was used to be a Fox character or a, I, I think it was Fox because there's a shitty show Captain no 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 shitty, the, show, the movie yeah, yeah oh, the movie he's on the motorcycle yeah. and it looks like garbage yeah <laughs> and he gets attached to a rocket <laughs> to be fair though that's still the most accurate comic book movie ever <laughs> I, think, I think that looking at it from the standpoint that like Disney owns so much stuff now. As a fan, I'm like, this is kind of cool for the movies. And Marvel even went so far as to, like, they stopped making new X-Men characters because any new X-Men character they made would immediately be able to be used in a movie Movie. from Marvel. Mm -hmm. From um, from Fox. So they just stopped making X-Men characters because they didn't want to give them new material. Yeah, yeah. but that was also a really fucking good thing because there's 500 different (laughs) X-Men. Well... For not, real? Not, well, I, it's it's close they, to that. It's like two hundred. Already, it's kind close of to two hundred. Down the universe a couple times, or not the universe, but uh, they've done um, the age of uh, uh, age of M. Yep. Um, where they other basically M. like got rid of. Oh wait, was age of M a part of other M? No, they depowered the most of the the, the X Men. They're just like, oh, no more mutants. Half you guys don't have powers anymore. And well, then yeah. they also have what the, asshole? And then they also Scarlet have the humans. The Inhumans they they release the Terrigen Mist, and apparently Terrigen is freaking bad for mutants, and it kills them. Yeah. So it's like they so are really more in, in, Inhumans, the and they're killing all the mutants. So I don't know yeah. what's going to happen with that now that they're not playing this stupid game of ownership. Yeah. Like, the big issue with them not owning it was, for me anyway, people forget that the Civil War movie that was an hour and a half and everyone's like, wow, what, what, how, what, why could that movie, why is it so long? Because the series of comics was is ridiculous. 514 issues long. It's so, it's so I good, know that, It's so good. I know, it's so good. <laughs> I know that because I have since read 48 of those issues in sequence and I had to stop myself because I was staying up until 6 in the morning well usually when I when I look at those series because what, what happens with a lot of those like big events is that they'll do the event and there'll be a main like for example Civil War 
yeah. Civil War One, Civil War Two, Civil War Three. But then they'll also do like yeah, Captain have- America Civil War. They'll yeah. do Black Panther Civil War. Yeah. So they'll have all these other offshoots, and you don't really get the full story unless, unless you, you read, read everything. all everything. of them, which all is five hundred and fourteen issues. Yeah. But like you know, I just read the main storyline. I'm like, ah, I got this. <laughs> what I need to get. The thing is, though, X Men played an extreme role in Civil War yeah. because they had the quote unquote biggest army because there are millions and did they of not mutants show that around the world. Civil no, no, no. because no they don't. They don't. They don't There's show not one X Men. No, no, no. Um, uh, no. The Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch is technically an X Men because it's a mutant, but she's not a mutant in this. In, she's in, in, the, in the in the Avengers thing. She's she's like, not a mutant. She's not a mutant. They don't. She's just a she's just a powered being. They don't they don't know. She was a part of a genetic experiment, but they don't say the term mutant. Yeah. She's not a mutant. She's just a part of a genetic experiment. Yeah. So, which isn't how mutants work. You don't. You can't become a mutant. Like I think they explored that a well, little they bit. They went with, back and like, what a, explored yeah, how, how about, mutants um, became mutants. Yeah. Well, actually, what about, what's his Spider-Man's face? not a mutant. Not Spider-Man. Not talking about Spider-Man. What about Wolverine? Um, Wolverine yeah. But Maybe he, 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 no, he already had. He no, already had, he had, had powers. the powers. The reason that they did the experiment on him was because he was a mutant and he could survive. Yeah. So he, when they're like all his, the other his people, they were experimented on. Died. Died. Yeah. His healing factor kept him yeah. alive, so that's why. Like uh, his bone, actually, his bone claws are a part of his healing factor. And it's also, essentially like he concentrates really hard, and then he grows bones, and then, yeah, yeah. Another part of his, um, the reason why it works on him is because basically his body is essentially rejecting his bones constantly, and it's constantly yeah. healing himself. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like so, a normal so person so would have died. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that's also why he's lived for faster. like. I think they've explained now that he like everyone says he's Canadian, but actually he's like French technically. He's because French he's, Canadian? No, 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 no. He's not French Canadian. <laughs> he is French. Like there was an Could issue. Can you imagine a French Canadian superhero? Thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nicolas. <laughs> My Walmart French fucking stupid Americans. <laughs> well, that's that's like their their super like their superhero thing is just like smugness. Like they're just super smug. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that—that's essentially just Wolverine. <laughs> he drinks too much beer to be first. That's like his thing. Like he once got into a fight at the mansion, almost died, and then crawled into the kitchen and then just grunted beer and then just like reached out his hand for someone to pass him a beer. French Canadian as fuck. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I see that as like really like. Kind of like I play too much hockey, Canadian than French Canadian. Like French Canadians drink wine to me. Yeah, you're so wrong. Like, <laughs> no, really? I like. I then maybe went, I just. I went to school around like at a bilingual university, um, and there's a lot, a lot, lot of French Canadians there, and that's why I kind of like got my both love only, and disdain for French Canadians. I just only know of like the older French Canadians because when I used to work at the grocery store I used oh, to Oh yeah, at, you had like the snowbirds I got, down here. I got all the snowbird assholes. French Canadians that would be speaking French in the line and not understand that I know that you just called me a fucking idiot. Yeah. I know that. And then I would just read their total back in French <laughs> and they look at me really crazy. Well, and then, the thing about like like can, people that travel in general because um, mm-hmm. my girlfriend used to work at a store and Canadians were the like the, they didn't like yeah. the Canadians. They were just rude, and um, she was just. I, I, I was reading an article like, hey, the people that are traveling are the people that can afford to travel. Yeah. Generally, the most the regular Canadians or the regular French people, they're not traveling. You're dealing with the upper middle class yeah. shitty people yeah. that are yeah. coming and being asked. So I think of them drinking a lot of wine. But yeah, they don't like. No, I think of, when I think of like French Canadians, I think of like sitting around a fire, talking shit, and like drinking. Oh beer. yeah, I mean they still talk shit, but when they come into a store and buy two hundred and thirty dollars worth of wine in one go. Yeah, but you know you're also again you're talking about those, like the like, richer ones, yeah, upper middle class assholes, and that's like I'm, which sucks, which. Like, and it does suck, but I try to explain to people, especially, like, in the service industry and shit like that, about Canadians, because they're like, oh, Canadians don't tip. It's not that they don't tip, it's that they don't know how to. Like, we legitimately, their server wage is, like, 
10 something an hour and then on top of that people get tips so they don't know how to tip like because yeah. people actually make a living wage <laughs> there. Yeah, a, lot of the, a lot of the world doesn't tip so it's just really yeah, yeah. Make, well, I don't know how to do this <laughs> yeah yeah they don't understand that like we literally give people like here's some peanuts go serve those people <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, the, the the X-Men play an extremely crucial role because whoever has... Go back to Yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, <laughs> but, but, forget the about Canadians. Canadians. <laughs> but the reason it's so important is in, in, in Civil War is they have the largest army. Yeah, so they should be the biggest part of it. Yeah. But it's their, not because it's like Their whole Iron thing and, is you have... You have the mutants split because you have those that follow Xavier and then those that follow Magneto. Magneto yeah. And objectively, Magneto is actually the good guy. Um, d- sorry, he just is. He just, he just is. <laughs> just slamming Professor X like that and just going on with your story. Yeah, yeah, I'll, con- I'll continue with it. I could talk about it in depth, but that would just bore you. <laughs> so, Magneto's side is in a very awkward place because... They're now in a situation where they can either team up with the X-Men and then essentially just fight against the superhero act because it's bad for everybody because that means once a mutant is born, they could test you for being a mutant. You're then a super-powered being and then put you on the registry and then use that so that they can track mutants, which is bad because if they can track mutants, they can kill mutants because they've already tried doing that like yeah. 80 times. <laughs> they already have a couple programs that have been it's, designed to do that. Yeah, they already have robots that just hunt, <laughs> that just hunt they'll just scan your DNA from a mile away and then just send a rocket at you. Like, <laughs> so, like, there's... Dude, I can just change the color of my hair. That doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I picture that there's probably like some X-Men out there that are just, like... Most of them they are. They have, like, just such shit stupid powers. <laughs> like, well, my fingernails uh, go longer. Is it... Ah, <laughs> uh, she was in the 90s TV show, Jubilee or some Jubilee. shit? Jubilee, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she just... She, fireworks. She can make fireworks come out of her Jubilee, hand. Jubilee, when you actually, like, look at her character, she's supposed to be able to control things at a subatomic level, but they yeah. only, like, it's only fireworks. Yeah, it's like, it's like, that's only... cool crap, but... but no, there's but, no, snakes no, and sparklers <laughs> But, but that's the thing, though. It's like, yeah, yeah, she can do all that cool stuff, but she doesn't. She just yeah. fireworks. Yeah. It's like, Ding! look over here. <laughs> Distraction. <laughs> she was just basically the 90s teenager. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. she's really cool. I think she's really important because she was one of the first major main characters in a comic book-related property that was for girls. Okay, so um, what does Rogue do? Rogue, Rogue steals people's, like, life essence, right? Yeah, she kills them. Yeah. Well, she, she touches she, you and you die. This is, this she is how that works. She absorbs your she could, uh, energy, basically. Yeah, she essentially just, and like... she found that out when she was, like, having sex for the first time. What a shitty first time. <laughs> well, that's a weird like, thing. Like, that's when it actually. So actually, it, 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 it usually activates a puberty. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's a mutant gene, so, like, once your hormones go off, like, there are some... That at like when they're little kids, they have it, and those are like really hard to deal with. Cause just imagine a five year old having a temper tantrum, and they can control atoms. It's <laughs> <laughs> not fun. You will die. It will. The first memory it will have is killing its parents by making them disappear into nothingness, oh. which has happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's why Professor X is a fucking idiot. But <laughs> I'm not gonna put him into a school and then train them to be fine. I'm not gonna fight against people that are trying to destroy us. No, it's fine. <laughs> Let me just fuel my army a little bit more. Let me just yeah. fan the flames of this. But the X Men played a huge fucking role, huge role. And, and they don't show up not once. They don't show up not once. It's because yeah, and it's be, I, I think it's because, and it's all because like, of properties, and they kind of changed it because like the civil war. But they war, also, but also another thing too is that they're like they're pandering to the masses when it comes to those movies. <clears throat> no, like, I agree. They're with you. so pandering, so they're like, well, what are the most popular superheroes right now? Well, we got Iron Man, Hulk. But the thing like, is, Iron the, Iron Man was a B character. He used yeah, to Iron be Man. like, he was the character that had like bi-monthly, like comics if. If they were lucky, yeah, and like now he's that, like yeah, well, yeah. because the movie revamped. So yeah. the thing is that now you're seeing that they'll make a movie with these characters, mm-hmm. and these characters will get popular. So then it will translate over to comics. Yeah. 
Um, like for example, you look, you look, it's no you longer look the at, other way around. It's no at, longer yeah, like yeah. popular comics popular yeah. movie. It's popular movie, then go to popular And comics. if you look at Spider-Man, like, as a character, <clears> like, <throat> you'll you'll see that the writing changes and the, the way they develop the character changes. Like, for example, like, forever, Spider-Man was a photographer, and they're like, he's one of the smartest guys in the Marvel Universe. Why is he taking photos for a living? Yeah. yeah. Why is he working in some lab? So, like, like, isn't he, like, number four or he's five? Up, he's up there's there. There's a I mean, list. Like, there, I mean, there, there, he's there's a there. canonical list of the smartest people he's not in like, Marvel. You know, he's not, like, you know, he's not Mr. any Mr. Fantastic or, you know, there's Mr. Fantastic, there's... Um, it's Bruce Banner. Doctor Bannon's. Strange. Oh, well, that's right. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Um... T'Challa is freaking brilliant. No one yeah. like they don't really talk about. Uh, yeah, Black uh, Dude's number Black four. Panther. Yeah. Um, and then there was like you know the Blue Marvel, who is one of the smartest guys. So, so like, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> going on and on. <laughs> but like they just like kind of it's interesting how they've revamped the characters to kind of make a little bit more sense in the modern world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's kind of like how we've had to revamp. Uh, James Bond so many times now because it doesn't make sense for him to be... he's blonde? I, yeah, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, too. I'm okay with that. I'm he's, okay with he's that. He's a beautiful man. He is, he is a beautiful man, and it's like, that's basically what they're going after. They're like, are yeah. you beautiful? Yes. But the thing with that was just like... Can you hold the gun and out sideways? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing with James Bond is like, they've had to revamp, you know, the tech that's in... Like, mm. it's not impressive for... James Bond to have a device on his wrist that can communicate. I can do that. Yeah. I can I can go to the store right now, spend a hundred dollars, and get something where I can talk through my cell phone, through my watch. Well, that was like Terminator. Like, okay, so ter- the Terminator ride at Universal finally shut down. R.I.P. After like, so many. Episodes. When are they gonna shut down E.T. Because that's the. They're only- never gonna shut down E.T. Ta- okay, you're talking about like contracts and shit like that. Steven Spielberg has a contract to keep E.T. in there forever. Like they're literally gonna be building a world around E.T. because they cannot shut E.T. down. Yeah. So like. Uh, Super Super Mario. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna do the Super Mario world, but they. Uh, but also another thing too is like they're gonna have to revamp that ride at some point because the technology is so outdated that they're not even gonna be able to fix it like it's literally like mannequin just like stop over there like like, it's dusty in that place (laughs) my allergies act up but no um what was I saying before oh Terminator Terminator Terminator. okay so I'm really passionate about E.T. as well (laughs) but so they shut down Terminator but before they had, um, during the ride, when you like you went into one room and it showed you all the things that Cyberdyne was doing, mm. and like literally after so many years of having that thing open, it's like they have all that technology <laughs> like that, that like, now. and it's like it's not even like new technology. Like it's like if you can't pick which show to watch, your TV will pick it for you. TiVo. We had TiVo. TiVo did that. <laughs> How many people are using their fucking TiVo nowadays? <laughs> so like, all so they had to like revamp it. Shaq was in the first one. They took like, Med, there's no room for human error, and he's like at the foul line, just sweating. <laughs> I mean, I'm still sad that the Ellen ride's gone at Disney. There was an Ellen ride. Yeah, an Epcot. What? There was an Ellen ride at Epcot. What are you? How is this something that you guys don't, especially you're you, Ray? They have Stevenson. No, no, no. There was a ride centered around Ellen, where she took you around history and scientific fact, which also at one point included Bill Nye the Science Guy. They spent like half a million dollars to make an animatronic fucking Ellen. Like, <laughs> it's like, hey guys. Wow. No, yeah, it was one of the most lifelike um, animatronics they had made at that point. They'd spent. Yeah like half a million dollars on the technology and the Just first one they used was Ellen. And then the next <laughs> like They're like, how can we seem really progressive? <laughs> Ellen's Jet yeah. came out. Well actually it was before that. Really? Yeah, it was before she had come out. This was when she was still like doing stand up comedy as like a, a normal thing. So uh, it was like ninety four. That's really. That's I think she came out ninety five. Because that would like. Because I'm wondering how like Disney would deal with that. Because that they like, they just um. They're like we're just shutting this right now. <laughs> well, the the thing is like Disney has a really weird, specifically the theme parks have a really weird thing with the LGBT community, mm-hmm. and they've kind of been like trying to retro, uh, trying to rectify that recently. Like 
there was a very famous case where so in <clears throat> California at Disneyland mm-hmm. there was a teen nightclub that they like experimented with in the 80s and 90s called Videopolis yeah. and they did a lot of concerts there like fucking NSYNC performed there <clears throat> once oh, like, okay. like Backstreet Boys performed mm-hmm. there I'm pretty sure Britney Spears had like a concert or two there um, but it was also just like a nightclub just like a teen nightclub where they just had like sodas and stuff yeah. like that and snacks and it was just <clears throat> in Disney World and, and the ecstasy was taken in the bathroom. Yeah, like just, like, just like everything else. Um, it was like kind of famous because it was one of the best places to see the fireworks show. Yeah. Because it was right overhead, was just where it was at the time when it was being developed. But there was a court case because there was a male gay couple that was dancing and bouncers pretty much came out of nowhere while they were dancing, ripped them apart and said, that's not allowed, you're not allowed to same-sex dance at all <clears throat> they went to court over it they won the court case and then disney like a year and a half later said oh well the way the court case worked is we just can't discriminate <clears throat> against those two gay couples mm. not that we can't discriminate against gay people in our nightclubs but you know we changed the rule anyway because like a lot lots of teens who were lonely like to dance in groups with their friends and that's why we changed it because if there was a group of girls dancing that would break the no same sex dancing yeah. rules <laughs> so we changed them because of that not because we are okay with gay people or we see the wrongs in our ways but because you know go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be like but that's that that big is like <laughs> MO is like hey you don't like it go fuck yourself <laughs> but that's one thing that's really weird and them now starting to kind of you know experiment with the idea of different kinds of love more Mm. families like a lot of people when they heard the like heard about like the possibility that the twist being that you know the evil queen is going to turn on this girl which is what the originate the origination of frozen was it was supposed Mm. to be that elsa turns evil and then you know you have a princess who comes along and saves the day um at least that was like one of the early concepts uh, and then they wrote Let It Go, and they're like, ah, fuck. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's so, too damn catchy. Yeah, so then it became... <laughs> we can't let this one go, guys. Yeah, yeah. So then it became a thing of, you know, sisterly love. Mm. And, you know, they have Moana, where it's, you know, <clears throat> just a powerful woman going off and trying... I haven't seen <clears throat> Moana yet. It's, it's <gasps> awesome. It's, it's really good. good. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. But they're starting to realize that the idea of a Disney princess is much larger than it used to be. Yeah. Like, the idea of a little girl being a princess is becoming, like, some people are arguing, like, oh, you shouldn't force her to be a princess. She can be a princess if she wants to be, but don't force her, which I can Mm. agree with. But, we're also talking about Disney princesses, which have always been a huge influence on little girls. Yeah. I also used to watch the Disney princesses, Mm. and I know a lot of guys, including myself, first started to understand, like girls being badasses and being like full-fledged characters because of Mulan. Yeah. If I never watched Mulan as a kid, I would have been exposed to nothing no but... <laughs> that was the first movie I watched in theaters, but I was too, I'm too young to... I, I was too young at the time to remember it. Oh, okay. I was like two or three years old. Pocahontas um, was a badass. She was. Well, the Disney Pocahontas but, was a badass. <laughs> but then there's some other historical bullshit with that. Yeah, exactly. But... She would have been 13. That would have been gross. <laughs> but, I mean, Snow White is 12, so... Yeah. But that's another thing. It's just, like, yeah, Disney is evil, and they're eating up all these companies, and they're doing lots of fucked-up things. But they're starting to kind of realize, like, oh, we're kind of, like, way more culturally important than we thought we were. Yeah. Like, they started raising prices for their uh, for Disney World in the 70s. It used to be, like, I think that the most expensive ticket was $10. Or something wow. in the seventies. Could you imagine like, going to Disney for ten fucking bucks now? I'd be there like, every other. I day. would. <laughs> yeah. But the thing was, they were just like that was Walt's idea. Was well, the park, well, you know, movies will pay for it, but movies stopped really paying for the park. They had to slowly increase it, and then once they got the twenty dollars in the eighties, they were you know it was fine. They were making mm. their money back, but then fucking Eisner decided we're just gonna raise the price every dollar every year and see people start showing up once they got the $50 and realized people were still coming and they didn't mm. really lose that much stuff until the recession hit they just started raising it and that's why now it's $96 for a ticket uh, try more no like, I, I, I just looked it up it was $96 $96 for like Magic Kingdom 
just yeah. to go to Magic yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, 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 and that's yeah. for like one park for yeah. one day. It's yeah, it's bananas. Insane. Universal, it's two hundred and five for a park to park. <gasps> yeah. It's ridiculous. Wow, two hundred bucks to go for the day. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. It's I'm good. It's good. insane. That's and not- like, I, but uh, the thing is, is, like, I'm I'm a pass holder, so like, I justify it as an I pay thirty dollars a month. Yep. Like, so it's not that bad. If yeah. I go once a month, maybe. But if I go twice in like once in two months, I'm good. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, that it's ridiculous. That when for Star Wars, when they got when they start, first started talking about like Star Wars World going in, that's when they started raising those pr- the prices and like passes have literally doubled, uh, like a hundred percent. Yeah. Pass it like a season, like a badass season pass. Like you, your pass for Disney is like twelve hundred dollars per person. Yeah, they also got rid of their um, their <coughs> old program for the uh, the SoCal uh, <coughs> pass that they did because mm. you know Disneyland is in Anaheim, mm. so lots of people in California, unlike un in California, go there just all the time. They just go to Disney. Mm. They just because their their passes were like. I think it was like a hundred dollars. Yeah. For the year. And that's like. And the de- like, yeah. there were lots of there were lots of blackout days. Like you couldn't go mm-hmm. like most of December. You couldn't really go. But like Disneyland wasn't really a tourist destination. Mm-hmm. Most people there were locals. Yeah. So they canceled that. You can't. You can renew the pass, but you can't buy new ones. Yeah. Um. But Disney World is like a. It's a destination. Mm-hmm. I've only been to Disney twice in my life. Once when I was a little kid, and once when I was a bit older. And I've never gone again because it's so goddamn expensive. Yeah. But it's also one of those things of you go to Disney once, you ride the rides, it's really fun, but you really need to go to Disney once a fucking month. Yeah. That's what I like about Universal is because, like, you can. Yeah. And, like, when you're talking about, like, you Marvel and Universal and all that stuff like that, like, Marvel, they have a whole Marvel world there. Yeah. Like, well, it's, what's it's, gonna happen to that? I'm um, really it's... Nervous. It's weird. Um, so they just redid Hulk. Like Hulk looks so good. <laughs> well, <that's, laughs> I'm pretty sure that as it, as it's understood now, from what I read, there's a deal in place for certain theme park rides to still exist. So, yeah, exactly. Because there's even like I mean, there's still a Superman roller coaster uh-huh. and Six Flags and like yeah. And how long ago is that? Yeah. Man. So the. The thing with that, though, is that they can't do newer rides. They can revamp old rides. They're not allowed to make new ones because there's right now a really cool ride that I would love to ride and try out, which is uh, Iron Man's um, something experience, but it's only in Shanghai Disney. Oh, okay. And I don't know why, because apparently it's like, it's a really cool ride, but it's only in China. Mm -hmm. Like, why? Why is it in China Disney World? Why? I don't know, Shanghai is their, their newest castle, though. Their newest, like, little park. Yeah. So, obviously, they're going to put the newer rides there. I don't know. I, I get that. But it's interesting that they haven't done anything in Disney World yet. Dude, Marvel Disney's, rides. Disney rests on its laurels <clears throat> a lot. Like, they're, it's a small world, after all. Still has a fucking line. And yeah. it's like, that's one of the shittiest rides ever. Yeah, like, it's sure. just, it's, it is actually... They're not going to change unless they have to. Exactly. Exactly. And like they and they do and they rest on their laurels and that's why like Universal has given them a run for their money lately. If you because within the last few years, Universal got rid of Twister, they got rid of Disaster, they've got rid of the Beetlejuice review, they've added Simpsons, they got rid of um, Back to the Future. Well, Back they, to the Future used... The, yeah, The Simpsons was what Back to the Future was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they got rid of Back to the Future and added Simpsons and added also all the Simpsons world. So they've added, like, this whole new cool. idea. And then they added Harry Potter. And then they added the second Harry Potter, like, place. So now yeah, you have to buy of- the... Now you have to buy the two-day park pass in order to take the Hogwarts Express to and from. Yeah. Like, they've really but made they got rid of changes. They got rid of Jaws to put up Harry Potter world. I'm okay with that. I know. <laughs> because I never got to ride Jaws. Well, that sucks for you, dude. If I want to go ride Jaws, I have to go to Japan because it's the only dude, one that's anyway, still okay. active. I, I love Jaws, and I'm a huge Universal fan. You know that. You know that I love Jaws. But it wasn't that great of a ride. But I don't know that. <laughs> 
just take I don't know that. <laughs> a lot of people would be very mad at you for saying that. It was it was cheesy and it was like it was predictable and it was jaws like Yeah. <laughs> it was a movie about a shark. Like how many movies did Jaws have? Four. Four, four movies about four. a shark. Four? Yeah. Because you have Jaws, Jaws 2, Jaws 3D and then Jaws 4. And what was the most important one out of all those? Jaws 1. Jaws, exactly. So you have, like, one movie, one ride based off one movie that takes up that much of the park, and then they could add... But it's so cool. It is so... It was but so I'm cool. Also, I, I, I'm with you there. I really I, I'm also the kind of person that... I was got, mad when they took out Twister. Like, yeah. <laughs> Twister wasn't even that big of a, of a yeah. movie. I mean, <laughs> my big thing with Universal, well, I haven't gone there... There have been a couple rides that I wanted to experience, but, oh, that that was shut down, like, four years ago, yeah. five years ago. And I think there's a cool thing with Turnaround, but, again, like, I can still go to Pirates of the Caribbean in Disney mm. World. And I yeah. can, I, it would, it's going to be revamped, it's going to add this or add that, but it's still going to be pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah, they're gonna add new rides. They're gonna get rid of some old rides that you get to experience. Like, and I think that Universal has done that, like that, almost too yeah. much within the last. It's like it's been crazy how much they've been revamping. Because like but, literally, as a pass holder, I've never in the last four years had every single ride open in that park. Yeah. Well, and it's like uh, so that. Well, it's kind of reminiscent to their fucking wasting my money. <laughs> so. Yeah. But the thing with Universal that I constantly hear complaints about from people who hold passes is that they're getting rid of lots of rides that are really cool. Yeah. And then adding them with rides that are just screens. Like, lots and lots of screens. Yeah. Oh, like, the Jimmy Fallon ride, as much as I, like, I loved the the best part of that entire ride is the line. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of what Universal is is more famous for is that they they make the line as interactive as the actual ride so um but their ride was really underwhelming it was just a screen and you just sat there and it jostled you around a bit and like it just really wasn't interesting and like it was really bad too like it just like super fake looking yeah you know and i mean you have king kong like have you seen pictures of confrontation no. The oh, original yeah. Jaws. I, I the, wrote the, the original, Confrontation. Yeah, the original I Kong, loved Confrontation. Yeah, now it's just rides. Yeah, exactly. It's all look, look at like, the screen. Yeah, exactly. It's literally a two-minute video. Confrontation. Kong used to pick up your subway car, and he'd like, lift it up, and fire was going <laughs> everywhere. It was scary shit. And, yeah. like, it was... That I mean, was sadly, like, it got burned down, oh, and that's why it went away. Really? That's got, the beauty yeah, of it. Got, the, it got burned away. It got, yeah, it was the largest animatronic ever to exist when it was... That born. was the big animatronic phase. That's where everybody was at. And, like, yeah. now we're but, in the 3D... But my like, thing with Disney, though, is that, yeah, Disney has fuckloads of money, but they still have started to do, like, interesting things with animatronics. Like, mm. they have a very advanced Buzz Lightyear robot that's been there for five, six years now. Yeah. And because they didn't have the tech to make his mouth as cartoony and be mobile, mm-hmm. they have a projection screen that is designed to project specifically his face, and they can change it, they can update yeah. it. All they need to do is they ever want to change it. They don't have to sit there and reprogram every bit of his face. They mm. just change the anima- the animation. Yeah. And the that's kind of cool. Yeah. They did the same thing with uh, the Seven Dwarfs uh, minecart ride that's in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Um, and they proved that they're while they were experimenting with those projections, they'll probably keep on doing them for cartoony characters because mm. it's easier to make them unbe- to make them more believable. But I saw pictures of the Avatar animatronic, the blue people Avatar, not the cool Avatar. Um, <laughs> I heard that that is like it, I thought, so effing cool. I, I thought it was an actor. Yeah. I legitimately thought that it was an actor in makeup that they switched out like every two hours. Yeah, no, and it's I, not. It's it it's is an a animatronic, animatronic. Yeah. and it shows that like when you go to a theme park, you're really going for the experience. Yeah. If I wanted to watch a three-minute clip from fucking King Kong I'll just sit it, on yeah. my ass and watch it at home mm-hmm. just because it jostles a little I can do that on my bed mm-hmm. I can lay on my bed <laughs> oh. how, how did we get from fandom all the way here you know what that is basically across the house uh yeah. Yes. That's how, it's our that's philosophy. what we do that's what it's we do <laughs> <laughs> but, but, it's great when that happens though 
But it was a great conversation. Yeah, um, sure. Kind of cool to a close. We'll definitely have Rachel on again. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure what the next topic is going to be, but you know, next uh, time Adam will be here and Rachel will be here. Yep. And if you want to learn more about like theme parks and like old attractions that are in people's hearts defunct land on youtube oh that's awesome I, that's, a good, I, that's a good resource I, I very much love his content he's trying to do a virtual reality reconstruction of lots of old rides yeah. from back in the day which awesome. is going to be really cool so you I guys, would love what I would give to ride Twister one more time <laughs> what I would the give Bill Paxton lean what I would give to be able to ride the uh, 20,000 leagues under the sea Ooh. Or see them do the psycho thing that they used to do there. They used to have a whole, like, psycho thing, and then they had... Yeah, it was, it was awful. I miss it. Yeah. I miss the old cheesy rides sometimes. Oh, back in the old days. Yep. Yeah. When beers were $5 instead of $12. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve. But we're across the aisles. I'm Zach. I'm Kason. And I'm Rachel. Next time, guys.